Let's get hyped. It is the Bethune-Cookman game that you didn't even know was on your pocket schedule at the beginning of the year. Or your wall calendar. Or your Nebraska seniors poster. It's a game that didn't exist until the middle of September. But now you're fired up for it. And we here at Husker 24-7 are going to make sure that you're fired up all the way until 11 a.m. when Nebraska takes on the Bethune-Cookman Wildcats. Which we yes. just found out were named the Wildcats the Wild about Cats. five minutes ago. We did. And that voice you hear is Brian Christofferson, Michael Brunt, silently also in the room. <laughs> this is a, this is a wedding, a wedding ruiner, right? I mean, like people were, were planning weddings this weekend. There were vacations planned. Bill Moose is in a wedding uh, for, for his daughter out in California this weekend. And instead... We get the Bethune-Cookman Wildcats of the MEAC. This feels like a December Nebraska basketball matchup. Yeah, and instead of Bethune-Cookman, it's Chicago State. Yes, Morgan State, North Carolina Central. Incarnate Word. Florida A&M, oh, Incarnate Word, yeah. <laughs> let's, let's leave that one sorry, out of this. Right, Samford. <laughs> yeah, there's uh, – I have several thoughts on on. <laughs> You do. Saturday. Okay. I don't care that it's a wedding ruiner because you as a person getting married shouldn't be getting married in the fall, That's period. True. End of story. <laughs> That's on you. Even if it's a bye week. Because it's still disrupting other yeah, college football watching. People should be able to sit at home and watch college football. Instead, they got to go to your wedding. Nobody wants that. <laughs> Don't worry about me. I'm just going to be back here in the back pew game casting a Mountain West game. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't that sound better than, you know, watching the bridesmaids give 14-minute speeches and crying? I think it does. And I'm not, like, anti-wedding guy. I'm just anti-wedding after the last day in August, generally, guy. Mm-hmm. And you can start it back up in, you know, January. You get that half of the year. You don't have to mess with this one. So, the Wildcats... Coming into town. Let's break down this thing like Hubie Brown right now. Yeah. How, how concerned should Nebraska fans be about Bethune-Cookman, Mike and Brian? Well, today Scott Frost said uh, everybody's a nameless, faceless opponent. So this is the same to him as Ohio State. You got you to gotta convince guys to believe that. But also, you know, when you're 1-6... You don't get to take anyone lightly. <laughs> yeah, you don't. You don't get the benefit of like, oh well, this will be easy. We're going to coast through this. Beside that, I would hope that the guys, even if you're a first line guy, would have some sense of pride of like, let's get out to a big lead here and let some of my bros get in the ball game, you know, yeah. and get some snaps for a change. You got to have the mentality that you want to make this an empty the bench game. I think, and and they certainly have. The ability to do it, but they have to go out and prove that they can. And and if you're somebody like Adrian Martinez, Maurice Washington, you only got seven games so far in your career, so it's not like you should be taking any of them lightly. If you're an upperclassman or a senior and you only have so many games left, you shouldn't be taking any of them lightly. So certainly Nebraska more this year than in years past, <clears throat> McNeese State, shouldn't be looking past anybody uh, you know, even with Ohio State on the schedule. And this is a great opportunity for them to go and, and get a little bit better and continue to refine that offense, and maybe find uh, a few more answers before they head on the road the following week. Eight years ago, Nebraska had probably Bo Pelini's best team, 2010. And they played South Dakota State before they were good. They were not a good program at that time. And people remember that game. It was, you know – 
Took some the, the Kyler Reed touchdown passes to really seventeen that to three was the final, and the Jacks had a pick six that got called back that would have made it like fourteen to ten with ten minutes left in the game. So I always keep that in my mind whenever you walk over to the stadium, thinking something's going to go a certain way. And just looking at Bethune Cookman's results, and then also some of their stats, you know, the quarterback play is big for them. Akevius Williams leads them in rushing and passing. I always get a little worried when it, whenever you're in a game like this and you've got a quarterback that can kind of run around and, and make plays because it's – I don't think it's going to happen, but you always kind of have to guard against that guy that, you know, picks up third downs with his feet or, you know, makes some pass play after a scramble that just kind of is a little bit of a backbreaker. They've, they've got some athletes, I guess, that could make this a little bit more of a, a sweated-out type game for Nebraska, but um, – yeah, I mean, Nebraska doesn't have a great history in, in games like this of you know, just really going out and blowing, blowing teams. Tell that off. to Pacific. That's true. Tell that to Idaho State. Friend of the podcast, Idaho State. Yeah. We've <laughs> talked about Idaho State more than anybody else in this state, I think. Uh, <laughs> who else can they tell that to? I, I, I'm running out of ones that I can remember. Like Nebraska Western ended Illinois. Pacific's. Pacific's uh, Which one? Didn't they play Western Illinois yeah, before Bill they Yeah, Bill Callahan's were, first game. Yeah. Maine, they played Maine. The Maine, Maine, Maine hung in there a little bit. Twenty-five though, right? to seven was they, the score. They did, yeah. <laughs> Steve Octavian had a good game. Yep, that's what I remember. I got my uh, wisdom teeth out a day before that game. That's what I remember about the Maine game. Man, hype! Yeah. <laughs> this, this game is like getting your wisdom teeth out. Yes, you um, got to do it. You're not all that fired up about it, but it's going to happen. Bethune-Cookman did just lose to North Carolina A&T 35-10. It ended a three-game winning streak, however. They did play Florida Atlantic to a 49-28 score, which looked good to me on paper. You alerted me that it was 28-0 yep. in the first quarter. I was told it was 28-0 in the first quarter okay. at Florida Atlantic. So Lane game. Kiffin let the foot off the uh, – he must have a connection to those coaches or something. He probably left. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're going to put in the backup. She might as well let the other coaches get a try yeah. at being the head coach, right? He's in Boca. Yeah. Just go to the beach, right? Yeah. You see Scott Frost stepping away and letting Troy Walters take the reins during the second half of Saturday's game? Well, I mean, that'd be a, it'd be another storyline for it'd us. Be it'd be innovative, right? Your uh, Pelini got had a health <laughs> oh, issue. I forgot and about that. John Papuchas was the head coach against Gus Malzahn, I believe. Yeah. Jeez, there's been some weird games in this program's history. This program has a very interesting history. What are you looking for from uh, from Anybody? Nebraska? Yeah. Anybody? It's, yeah. Yeah. Is there like a is uh, there I, one guy that you're like? After you punch the clock, what I want to I want to go see them run the ball like they did again. I mean, for them to to run the way they did on Minnesota, I expect they should be able to do that uh, against Bethune Cookman mm-hmm. again. So it's. I, I'd, I'd like to see Divino Zigbo, Maurice Washington, Adrian Martinez get out there, run a little bit. Would love to see if this is a game where you get some guys on the bench in um, or some of those other depth guys. Maybe Mikhail Wilbon gets to have his senior moment a little bit in this game. Uh, we've heard a little about him, haven't seen much of him. Don't anticipate we're going to see much of him if those other two continue to, to play as they have. But really the run game, just keep that going. I mean – let the offensive line continue to to get a little bit better up front. And then defensively, you know, generate some pressure, force some turnovers, see some big plays. I don't know. Entertain me. That's what I want. I want to be entertained. 
I, I think I'm curious to see if we see some young guys. I mean, that that's this is one of those games. Which think, young guy? Pick one. All of them. Nope, you get to pick one. My, do we finally see Miles Jones? Yeah, see, that's one. That's a good one. It's a I good mean, pick. Is, good is pick. He, is he Let's see what's up? up on the board. Uh, I mean, that's what I would be curious to see is, you know, do we see a lot of these young guys that we've heard a lot about but haven't seen? Hopefully. I mean, you hope so. <laughs> Here's a uh, – I'm going to jump ahead of you here real quickly for a, a quick hype cast first. Which player scores his first career touchdown against Bethune-Cookman? There's plenty of options, I feel like. Give me Austin Allen. Oh. Sorry, I'll, I didn't I'll, mean to cut you. In no, the I'll take Jerron Woodyard. Wow. One week and he's back on the train. Look at that. <laughs> Jerron uh, Woodyard on a 38-yarder. Give me a Noah Vedral to Katarian Legrone touchdown pass early oh, in the fourth quarter. Jeez. So two. So it's going to be all guys who have scored before that? Yeah, probably. Okay. Katarian Legrone. Yeah, we're going deep cuts. All right. Well, do you do you have anything you're looking for? I just wanted to get that in before I forgot. No, that's We don't fine. have notes for this show. We just kind of it's, do it. It doesn't show. I, I never <laughs> had anyone say you guys sound disorganized. <laughs> Um, well, Bruns mentioned the young guys. I'll mention a couple specific. Caleb Tanner's role keeps growing, and this would be a game where I would think, like, maybe that this is the bridge game to where if he could get a sack or two or have a tackle behind the line of scrimmage, a couple big plays, where that boosts his confidence even more, and, uh, you know, he takes that into November, and I think he's going to see more snaps. So, He's a guy that's been out there, but I, I think you're going to see a lot more of him. And then uh, I always come back to Cam Taylor, but uh, I want to see him more at cornerback. It feels like when he's out there, some interesting stuff kind of happens, and I just am curious to watch him play for like a couple quarters, hopefully. Those are my answers. Prediction time. Cut well, to it, Brunson. Do we want to do we'll, – we'll go with the bold predictions first. As always, we will uh, – which one of you guys wants to go, or would you like me to start it off? I'd like you to start it off. All right, well, my bold prediction, I'm going to recycle one from last week. I'm going to use it until I get it right. Nebraska scores a non-offensive touchdown on Saturday. Hmm. We'll say that Trey Neal intercepts a pass and takes it back from 37 oh. yards. Trey Neal. Ah, that'd be a first touchdown. Mm-hmm. Your <laughs> turn, my turn. Your turn. Special teams touchdown for Nebraska. Oh, that's what I was going to say. You guys are on the non-offensive touchdown. Punt train. return, J.D. Spielman. Oh. Okay. Did they even put him back there? Spielman? Yeah. Like, I don't know if you, you need to do it this game. Oh, they're just going to not have anybody back there? Yeah, I don't. They're just just put nobody back there. Just go for the block every time. The one time that he sneaks onto the field, he's going to take it to the house. They hide him. Yeah, he's hidden on the the side of the field. Comes racing out to the middle, catches it, and then houses it. Brian, I will say, I'll say Miles Jones uh, gets into the end zone. That's it. It's bold. I like it. Yeah, that's a that's a good one. That's a good one. All right, score prediction. I will start it off. Nebraska fifty six, Bethune Cookman ten. Okay. Uh, fifty five sixteen, Nebraska. And a lot of guys get a play. 63-17, 
Nebraska. Yeah. A lot of points. Yes. A lot of points in this game. 34-30 is what it's going to end up (laughs) (laughs) Well, we will have a a very different version of the hype cast next week as Ohio State comes off of their bye week and they host the Huskers. We'll catch you next Friday. As always, check out Husker 24-7 for all of your Nebraska needs.